0: Today on Free Range Tales podcast, we are starting with a moment of silence for our friend Devin Bingham. Devin always had a smile on his face. It didn't matter what he was doing. If you were around him, you were laughing and smiling as well. I'm honored to have known him and call him my friend. I wore a Spear America t-shirt today because that's where he used to work and that's where I met him. I got to see him work on spear guns and connect with customers and get them in the ocean. Just to share a piece of his passion. He loved the ocean. And with that, I wanted to wish him fair winds and following seas, buddy.
1: Ack. On the Free Range Tales, with me as always, my homie Adrian Lozano. JT, how we doing? Doing good, buddy.
0: Doing really good. Well, where are we right now?
1: That's what I think. This might be a first. I don't know. I'm going to maybe claim first for us. Maybe claim the first in the podcast it could world. Could be. Could be live from the deck of a boat. Super pumped right now. <laughs> what boat is that? <laughs> that would
0: be Lineage Charters. The we, Escapade. We
1: took the show on the road again, San Diego, California. With us today, we have Captain Bly and Andrew Sealert. Yep, stoked. Captain Bly Spear Guns and Lineage Charters were aboard the Escapade down here in San Diego on the water, on the boat. Super stoked. Thanks for having us, guys. Good to yeah. see you guys.
0: Always. Cheers. Where's our
2: beers? Hey, cheers, boys. Cheers, yeah. cheers, cheers, clink, cheers. Clink, clink, oh, we're clink, keeping clink. that social distance. Right <laughs> yeah, now, social yeah. distance, always. Clink, social clink, distance. Clink, always.
0: Clink, always. Clink. But, so uh, who is Lert? Is your Instagram uh, handle? That would be me, I believe. And it matches uh, your insta or your handlebar mustache. <laughs> it's getting there. Fantastic.
2: You know? Watch
3: out, ladies. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Probably about since freshman year of college, but uh, we're we're getting there day by day. <laughs> day Fantastic. by day.
0: And we got Captain Bly spear guns on Instagram and Lineage Charters on Instagram. So look them up, guys um and let's get right into it jay
1: yeah man uh, so you guys are just wrapping up your season it was kind of a, a strange season at that you know you had the the shut shutdown early on um but finally got on the water and did some fishing we actually got out with you guys and had some great days on the water but uh how did the season go
3: oh man uh for me i don't know every day was kind of a new learning experience as far as things i had never seen before uh because obviously just coming out of college uh not really or this being my first full season on the water it was pretty pretty uh I don't even know how you'd put it but learning stuff all day every day would
0: you say it has it ups and downs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely has a
3: lot of way ups and a lot of way downs but hey we we got through
1: it <laughs> so you so you you were deckhanding all season long right yes sir that's uh it, it's being the first season out on the water i mean yeah. it's and you guys Put in some work. I mean, like like I said, we have our experience with you guys. We flew some kites, went for some big fish, you know, ended up going to the islands looking for some small fish. We kind of did, like, ran the gamut, and it was fun. We got
2: to experience it, and it was awesome being with you guys. We got to experience it a couple of times. Well, I think if Adrian wouldn't have been on board, we would have at least gotten one of the five blowups nope. we got. God. I mean, there's a reason why we didn't get a fish. I mean, somebody pissed off the fish got that nope. day. Cause...
0: I didn't just bring one banana on board. I brought a whole bundle. Whole bundle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. But, yeah, it was a, still a great learning experience. That was the first time I ever uh, had kite fish before. And, you know, thank you so much for actually calling me up there and teaching me how to do some little tricks and, and stuff and actually help out. That was great great experience so um yeah
2: what what, what i'd say i'd like to say about that is everybody that comes on the boat if if you want to learn we want you to grow yeah you become a better fisherman so if you want to learn if you care about it or you just want to go fishing for the day and you know fishing's not your thing but if you know if you want to do it you know we're always willing to learn so if you're on board you know ask learn it yeah i would say
1: something not big takeaway for for myself i've Gone out with you looking for, you know, tuna with spear guns. And that was a great learning experience. You dropped so much knowledge for us in that day. Went out another day, flew the kite looking for, you know, hook and line fishing. And then went out another day, did the islands and, you know, kind of searched around for yellowfin and did a bunch of different stuff. And so you kind of covered the gamut. And you're coaching us through each experience, each stop. You're going, hey, try this. Or you see us do something technique- technique-wise. technique You guys would step in, help us out. And, you know, super, super good for people learning the techniques, or just kind of honing your skills, right?
2: Exactly, yeah. Don't
1: don't be timid. Time and put the work in, and then uh, you start to learn things.
2: Oh, so-, so much of it's being in the right spot at the right time, but what, what you can learn is when to be in the right spot at the right time, how to present your bait at the right way, you know, present your bait the correct way, you know execution. How the, yeah, how the current needs to be so that when the fish are there, you have all the knowledge except for making the fish bite. And that is still a big thing, especially <laughs> with bluefin. Yes. You know. Two two and a half weeks ago, the the fish that were out on the Cortez um showed up on the four twenty five and we looked at fifteen schools that day and all yeah. from you know, fifty pound fish to two fifty. Football fields. Palmer. Yeah. And, oh, you know, that was only two and a half weeks ago, so mid November. So, Nat
1: Geo type stuff, too. Just yeah. Big, big blow ups, <laughs> the yeah. going nuts. Oh, yeah.
2: We had, you know, poppers, stick baits in them, mega baits in them, put a fly, you know, flyers <laughs> in there. There was, wasn't was wind that day, but. As we said earlier, we also fly lined a yellowtail. <laughs> yeah, we fly lined a yellowtail. <laughs> About I mean, a nine not inch hitting, yellowtail. You, know, you got to try oh. everything. You, know. hey. you just got yeah. yeah. to throw it out there, see what Pulled happens. Pulled it off a patty, put it in the bait tank, and you never know. That yeah.
0: is crazy. Wow.
2: So yep. we want people to come out and have a good time and learn.
0: Definitely. You know,
2: yep. I mean, I, I've been fishing a long time. I sk- I get skunked my own self when I go <laughs> out for my own self, you know. I, that's just part of fishing. It's a part of the game you know, for sure. As long as your crew, it doesn't matter, you know. As long as you're comfortable with your crew giving the effort, you know. If your guys, you know, gl- you know they're just not snoozing away in the corner or, yeah. you know. <laughs> Screwing off, playing the radio loud, or whatever. I mean, the, the less fish I catch, the more intense I get.
1: For sure. I mean, we, so. you know, well, one trip, we got skunked. We went looking for, we were going for, a, we were going big. We were looking for the big bluefin, and yep. every, we struck out. But had amazing sights. We got some big blow-ups that didn't connect. Saw 2 to,
3: saw two hundred and twenty 120-pounders hit each other in
1: the air. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing yeah. stuff. And it was just, but it was, you know, it's it's, you're out there all day, but it was such a cool experience, and we all still trip out and talk about it all the time it was such a good experience you know even though we didn't land the fish (laughs) or catch a fish but it still was just an epic experience so we we were stoked so i think that's kind of a big thing that talks about even i think we should kind of talk about the boat a little bit i mean i know you've been running this boat for a few years now Mm -hmm. um, but this boat is unique as a six-pack charter it's super unique and super comfortable and super fun i mean i don't know if you want to kind of break down the, the history of the boat and kind of your your history with it too i know you put you both i mean we showed up today you guys were uh working on the boat right now so <laughs> there's, <they have laughs> <rooms. Yeah. laughs> there's always projects
2: it's better to love what you do you know it's <laughs> yeah um yeah so got this boat in january of 18 and spent about four and a half five months straight 10 hours a day for six seven days a week um Gutting this thing, fixing any issues, putting in a you know massive bait tank that rivals any other sport boat, you know, in the size of the Vendetta or any of those small boats, you know, we carry, you know, we could carry a lot of bait. Um, let's see. So we got her up that year, and then every year, you know, but as we make money and and we put every single penny that's not spoken for back into the boat, and um, the first two years, I didn't even take a paycheck. I mean, I, I, the only thing I lived on was the tips. But I set it up that way. You know, to where I, I mean, you go into a business, you're not going to, you know. So, um, you know, then, then the next year I put on a top up top. You know, and then the year after that, I got the top enclosed. So now we have a new whole full wheelhouse up top. We've got a freezer up top. A couple, uh, you know, couple of bunks. A couple of bunks. Yeah, yeah, you know, that you know, whole the new, new stuff, new stuff But the, the important stuff is, yeah. you know, we were able to get the one twenty up there and get a freezer up there because when I redid the top last year, I put a back deck in, and that's where we do all of our kite flying. You know, all our rods right there. We get hooked up, then you know we pass it down. You know, we can we can fly a kite from a different spot, but generally with with the majority of our customers, you know, they're they're fairly um, novice. So we don't like to hook more than one big one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'd I'd rather have them land one fish than lose three. Gotcha. You yeah. know. For sure. That makes sure. sense. Um but uh yeah, right now we're working on um uh moving some stuff around. We're putting a, a bigger refrigerator in, uh doing galley work right now. I'm gonna put in a a sink. Um some more cabinet space shelf space right now we're we're pulling out of the water i'm getting a couple new through holes put in um, a new transducer for the uh sounder um bottom paint and we're gonna we're gonna paint the uh the hull. this year we're gonna scuff up a lot of the deck redo the deck kind of so a a lot of stuff yeah a lot of stuff
0: on that list
1: yeah and Andrew, you're you're getting to learn as you go with all this stuff, too, getting to learn kind of boat works and, and kind of wrenching on your own stuff. As yeah, well. it's,
0: it's pretty cool. I'd,
3: I don't know, starting starting working on a boat, I didn't realize how much of the little stuff there is as far as, I mean, it's pretty hard to even explain. Just like the literally the smallest things you could ever think of that just add up and add up. And then you got to fix them all. So
1: <laughs> it's as simple well, as that. But it's been pretty cool just learning the ins and the outs of the whole boat. Well, you guys go hard on these things. I mean, you're running them. You know, I don't want to say twenty four seven, but close mm-hmm. to it. You know, during the season, you're you're doing turnarounds. You're running all weekends long. Yeah. You know, leaving Thursday not getting back till Sunday or whatever the case is. And you're you're running. So these things get used and abused, man. And it's the ocean's tough on pretty much everything. So you guys to I love the aesthetics of, of the boat. Yeah. You
0: know, when you look at it, it's got the this like classic just. Classic shape. I mean, it's so sweet. And then I love. the She the is locker.
2: fifty years old. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I, you know, and and then yep. that the
0: the back when you're fishing off the back, you you never feel like you're ever in the way. And I don't know. It's got a nice beam and I don't know, sweet sport boat super feel. White. Yeah, it does have a sport boat feel. It's it, like a small. Yeah, yeah sport it, boat, it, it, it's right. how
2: I describe it. I say just picture a, a, a normal sport boat and shrink it down to 43 feet. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's 50 years old, solid glass hull. You know, so there's. I mean, she had a lot of those sport boats, you know, they're all planked or or plywood. Uh, I mean, some of those were built in the 30s and 40s still around. That's wild. But, um, you know, glass hole, I don't have to worry about any rod or, you know, wood, stuff like that. So, And there's never been any blistering to her, so she should still be around in another (laughs) 50 years. Especially if you're taking care of it and doing what it is, you know. That's just going to go forever. Yeah. It was funny.
1: you, You told me the other day, we were talking, and you said something about, like, there was three things you're looking for with your boat. And it was, like, you know, safety was, you know, number one. And then it was, like, comfort for your guests. And then it was, was finding fish. Those were your top three things. And, you know, those things may shift order yeah. on certain days. But, you know, like, it just was one of those things. Those were, That's what you said was the most important for you. And I think you accomplish it. And obviously, you guys are working on it again to keep that thing going and learning from each season,
2: too. The totally. comfort part, trying to figure out how to make the limited space inside the salon or whatever, you know, the cabin be a little more comfortable. The problem is, you know, it narrows it in a boat like this so you can fish all the way around. So sometimes you do give up some comfort for your fishability, in a sense. Which, I, you know, if you're, you're coming out, man, that's what you're looking to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah we're,
1: we're not we're not a
3: yacht. You're not here to come right. go on a booze cruise.
1: So. Well, no. actually, some people are. Yeah, No. Yeah, there's... Plenty of those. I think when we went out with you guys and did a long motor, I think uh, 15 oh, yeah. hours on the water, yeah. turned into a few beers for all Adrian of us. <laughs> Adrian starts singing songs about the weekend.
0: I think I slept right where you're sitting, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I think I took a nap right there on yeah, the floor. You
1: did. But you guys got you guys also have six bunks i for know. guests as well, right? I can't so, get into
0: those bunks though. Like I get, I'm like, no, I have to be out in the open. He gets sick. Yeah, I'll get <laughs> sick in there if it's like motoring. Ah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but if i'm out in the open and on the floor i'm good. <laughs> hey hey full service <laughs>
1: <laughs> um uh. well i you know obviously follow you guys on instagram i've talked to you guys quite a bit and you know i know you guys got on some some fish this year and had some some good good fishing this year you know up the ups and downs were there it was oh, yeah. this year it was kind of a, a strange year where it seemed like the fish were around and then they would disappear Shh. and then somebody would get on them and then they would be back but i know you guys got on them and got some some good fish this year for sure especially in that kind of the you know flying the kite and getting on some big ones
0: yeah i mean what was your most memorable
1: personally um
3: probably hooking my own that long story short it was a dive trip we were out there for it was a two-day trip we're on the backside of clemeni where it was probably 18 to 20 knots
2: just you had to fill in before what (laughs) We were on fish for a while. Oh, we were on fish. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of the few times this year spearfishing that I mean we we were on foamers for three and a half four hours. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah, and so then it oh. weather weather just turned over, and we had a buddy out there who happened to hook one on the yummy, called us. I don't know. gave us the info. Put the yummy out. Got bit. I was pretty much hanging onto the boat so I didn't fall off, <laughs> but uh. I don't know, hooked that one, got it on the boat. It was probably about 170, 180, but that was like my first personal big fish that I kind of, I don't know, just took the wheel the whole time. Yeah, and put, it was so working man- start man- to finish. Manage. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: Jesus. He got the kite up. He got the yummy yum. up. You did it all yourself. He did it all himself. And awesome, that was, dude. yeah, he did everything. And then he fought the fish because, you know, most people don't realize how high the drag is when you fish these fish <laughs> mm-hmm. and you hand somebody you know at low drag at 32 pounds <laughs> you know and they go oh and they look at you in 10 seconds they go take please yeah you know <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so it's that. yeah i so, say you know andrew fought the whole thing and you know i mean it was shitty weather i had to maneuver a little bit but we got it on the boat that was kind of my most memorable because we bring in this thing over the rail <laughs> And one of the customers was in the way. Andrew whacks him in the head with a gaff. Well, no, no. Hold on, hold on. So hold on. I,
3: I hand I hand him the rod. He hands me he hands me a gaff to the opposite side of where I was gonna gaff the fish from, and I swing it around. And the back of the gaff, thank God, not the
2: size of the hook, but it whacks him right in the head. It's on video. (laughs) So so listen, so so I gaffed the fish, then (laughs) Andrew sticks it, and it was shitty weather, and I didn't want to try to walk around to the back where the rails open. So I'm like, fuck it, let's just bring it over. And we got it just coming up over, and he's kind of tail kicking, and my foot slips. And I fall on my ass, and that fish somehow... Lands across my lap But didn't Fucking hurt anything Wow (laughs) (laughs) And then I bounced up And fuck yeah Let's get another one And then yeah It was too late And too shitty And
0: yeah yeah. Damn Wild man Wild (laughs)
2: That's probably Yeah I think that was my most memorable Like fuck yeah (laughs) Yeah
3: Yeah it was It was a long trip And that was Kind of
1: The icing on the cake Yeah that's pretty wild I mean I It seems like a chaotic moment After you've been fighting that fish For however long It could have been a short fight could have been a long fight, you know, a couple hours, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. You get that fish and you want to end it and get that thing onto the deck. Whatever you know? it takes. And it on seems like a chaotic deck, moment, man. moment yeah. dude. Oh, Wild, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, on the deck and killed as quick as possible is always the goal. Yep. Dang, yeah. that's crazy. I can't imagine the mayhem.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, it was the boat was rocking like no other. It was pretty <laughs>
2: fun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any. Uh, it
2: had gotten to. 22, 23 sustained by then? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, my God. No fun. I I found a lot out that day what this little big boat can do.
1: Yeah. So. Hey, you've got got a big enough platform. It's a big enough boat that it can handle that little bit of weather and kind of, you know, some of the smaller boat like a Parker or something, is just going to get destroyed. They'd have to run
2: out of there, you know? Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, we we cruise at sport boat speed maybe a half knot faster or not. So it depends on what sport boat, you know. Right. Uh, you know, and so we're not the fastest boat. We're going to give a longer trip. But have we ever came in on time on any of your trips? <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> no. We're not, like, no, we're going 18 it, hours. Dude. If like, we're not true, catching dude. fish, you know, I mean, you know, it's a 12 hour day. Yeah. You know, I leave. I hope I can bring you back early with limits. Right. Right, right. That's a a dream. That's the goal. Everybody wins, you know, right? I mean, it's not as long as a day. You guys killed it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, driving home with fish and sun's still out and, you know, it's all good. Yeah, we all know. So, I mean, there's days and, I mean, honestly, I only read. I I mean, I I put the effort in that I see the effort out of. I mean, God, how does it know? (laughs) I always put in, uh, you know, 100 percent, but. When I see the passengers putting in that extra effort to look for fish, to pay attention, to be ready when we do get a jig strike and not fumble fucking, you know, oh, shit. Retiring you know, knots and doing whatever. Yeah, just like... you know, when you need to get a bait in the water in 30 seconds. Right. You know, right. And, it, and if people are showing that, I, I'm going to, you know, and I can, depending on what my next trip is and everything else, but I'm going to stay out as long as I possibly can because yeah. I, I know this person is serious. You know, the other person, yeah, I mean, they're serious fishermen. But, I mean, if if we all know tuna fishing, even yellowfin fishing, it can be boring for hours. And then, you know, you find the school and then it's a nice bite for a couple hours. Right. You know, but when you're getting those ones and twos jig strike, you never know which one is going to be that one that well. wants to go for you. And the more baits you get in the water, the more fish you hang the more chance you have of hanging that school to the boat yep. to really get on the bait. It's not just the chum. It's the amount of fish on people's lines, too. Because the other fish are going, okay, well, these guys are staying here, so we're going to stay here. There's bait here, you know. so That's interesting. Yeah, so there's so much more... Then just oh we got a jig strike ah let me go pin a bait on okay hold on Oh, that one I squeezed it too damn hard you uh, know yeah you know so no seriously I mean yeah. I I mean I'll take I love taking newbies out too because I love their their That's energy. An enthusiasm and sure yeah they're they, they, learning yeah just interested and they want to learn I mean it's the same way with you guys and bow hunting right now you guys yeah. you know yeah. getting into bow hunting and. I'm glad I could could lead you in the right direction. Uh, a shout out to Bruce Marshall That's Bone right. Arrow Shop. <laughs> it's the, the only man. bow it's shop to go to. Yeah, um, definitely. Yep. But um, um, you know, it, it, the the new people always show that interest, but yeah, it, it's hard to keep looking for that one school when you get a jig strike and nobody's back there. Nobody's even grabbing the rods. Yeah you know and so you're like you know we go through this we uh, you know it, it, okay well you want to catch fish but you only <laughs> want to catch fish if it's easy yeah you know it's it just depends on the day the more interested and stoked people are to be out there
3: it just makes our job a little bit easier
1: yeah, totally. you got you got I an engaged imagine.
3: audience and you're kind of
4: like you yeah, can coach them exactly. up, but they're they're ready to go exactly. when that moment comes cuz
1: right. yeah It's funny. I've had a lot of slow days out on the water, and I think I take away more from those some days than like the really hot bite. Because a hot bite, you almost throw anything out there, and then you get bit, and it's just like it's on. You're hooked up, and it's fun. I love it. It's a physical.
0: It's a physical battle.
1: Yeah. When I have to go back to the drawing board and be like, "What happened? What did I do wrong? Like, am I geared up right? Do I need to change this? Do I need to change that? Nope. Maybe I was." My, you know, my top shot was too heavy, too thin. You know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Too many beers. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that does happen too. <laughs> to me, no, no, oh, yeah. it's, it's the
2: same thing. It's you know, we, we'll be anchored up fishing, and I see a little yellow roll, and I go grab my long, long rod and hook it yellow. They're like, "Ooh, how'd you?" You know, because <laughs> I'm always paying attention to what's around me. Yep. Doesn't no matter if I'm bow hunting, rifle hunting, spear fishing, you know, running my boat freaking what you know in my wood shop.
0: you know you know what i'm sorry to interrupt you there but you know i think what passengers and fishermen don't really get a grasp of (laughs) is how often to change your bait if it's not working or bit in 30 seconds like you guys say we're we are at the rail like dude there's no fucking way like my bait is such a good swimmer it's taking off but andrew but the thing is that i figured out is the school of fish stay in that one spot or that mm-hmm. one area, mm-hmm. and if your bait swims just past them, they just let that thing go. Yeah. If it's not in their mouth in 30 seconds, you really do need to change your bait. And what is your take on that?
3: Um, I, once again, as everybody should know, try to find the hardest bait that you can possibly catch in that, in that hand well. But not only that, getting that bait away from the boat as far as you can away from the boat, if you don't know how to cast a bait, have somebody on the deck do it for you because if you just drop that sardine in the water, it's going to stick to the boat and just go right yeah, under there. Why
1: is it going go? It's like I don't want to right bit yeah, I'm it's
3: not going like right. Out there. why would I leave when I have protection right here? So yeah. if you get them off the boat, they start running you have you should know within five to ten seconds if you have a bait that's a candidate to get bit, you know,
2: so yeah, gotcha. It, and it varies, so, too. Sometimes you're doing long soaks. Sometimes. Yeah, 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 I was totally. going to say that, yeah. You know, whether you're doing yellowfin or, or bluefin, I mean, the yellowfin the last 10 years have gotten, I mean, so line-shy and different than they used to be. I mean, they used to eat the bottom paint off the boat, you know? We'd break out the old jackpole. <laughs> and, you know. Just whipping them oh. over the top, dude just Yeah, you know, I mean <laughs> granted, granted, the the, san- the Saners are a little hard on them but <laughs> Not to mention um, But, you know, it just, it varies You know, and if you're fishing really Small bait and a heavier hook, it's going to kill It quicker um, There's sometimes, you know You, you might want to fish that bait for two minutes But sometimes you might want to fish it for ten Depends on how that bait is Interesting So you have to be able to To Read how the bait is on your line. You don't want to be flylining something with a loose line, right? You know, right, we see right, people right. feeding it in the water. <laughs> well, the line goes out and then it swims back under into the props, right? Right. You know, so I mean, there's many days that Andrew and I are working on the deck and it's in the middle of a bite and literally, you know, Andrew will take one side, all chum and cast, hook fish, hand. You know, or handoff right. rod, and you know, whatever. Sometimes it hits the water; it's bit. I got to set the hook. But you know, and then we're just doing, doing a rotation thing. That I'm, you know, I'm chumming. I'm doing this. He's, you know, tangles, gaffs, and all that. And you wow. know, it, it's just it's so how different. Do, well,
0: how, how do you guys know, as captains and and you know, fishermen, that that the fish today? Yeah, we want a long soak rather than hey, if it's not bit in 30 seconds, you're wasting your time out there, guys. Reel it back in.
2: Uh, it's, it's, it's more reading the environment around okay. you, okay. reading your, um, reading your electronics. Gotcha. So usually if a, if a school's going to stick and bite really good yeah, and it's not going to be a long, a long stick, you'll have like good school marks under the boat. Now, if you're just marking like small groups of fish, singles, that's like... That's when we're long soaking, you know, because not everything's together. So, you can't go find that one school that's going to bite. Okay. Because it's more about having them come across your bait. That's when we're fishing the sinker rig, yep. you know. And, I mean, we did great this year on the sinker rig. Yeah, we had some t- good stuff. <laughs> we had some good days on the sinker rig where, you know, it's, it's perfect on here. The rod holders, you know, you can fish a fly line and, you know, everybody just watches it. Well, there we go, you know. That's Something rad. Red. Rock Rock blue thing. fin, Take yellow off, fin. Yeah. yeah, you never know. You know. So, you know, fishing 60, 80, 100 feet, and boom, bam. So That's rad. Got the job done Super this Super rad. Yep. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, you know gone out on private boats but do a lot of kind of like either cattle boat fishing or six-pack charters whatever Mm -hmm. the case is and so a lot of times like it took me a little bit of time to kind of understand that i'm the angler right like i'm not necessarily the fisherman you guys are the fishermen you guys are finding the fish and you're giving me the tips and pointers and i'm the angler that has to listen if i can listen and be coachable Mm -hmm. i'm usually going to catch fish oh totally so biggest thing it took me a little while to kind of wrap my head around that and as soon as i did I started having way more success in getting on fish, and I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. you know, it's just listening to you guys. You guys are out every day. Yeah, and I mean, from my from my perspective, as far as that goes, if I can give the passengers a rundown as far as what we're going to be doing, how to do it, and how to be ready at all times, it makes my job a lot easier because once we get on that bite and no one knows what they're doing, it's kind of like, all right, what what's the <laughs> point, you know? So for sure, it kind of it's kind of nice to just have people knowing what they're
2: or what they should be ready to do. But before they go to break there, I find that the women that come fishing always catch more fish because they pay attention and they listen more. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I don't care Same. if you've been fishing 10 years or 5 years or 20 years or 30 years. <clears throat> I've been fishing for over 40 years. You know, I mean, I started fishing, fuck, at <laughs> 6, 8, you know, 9, whatever. So, I mean... You might learn something new, and I do that too when I go fishing with other people. If I see you do something that works, hell yeah, I'm gonna try
0: that. You know why they're better fisher women than us because they're so damn competitive, they want to kick our asses. (laughs) It's true, it's not (laughs) that it it is because they listen.
2: But, (laughs) but what my point is, is we see it all the time. People come out here, nah, nah, I know how to fish, you know, they got all the latest and greatest gear. But that doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah. No. You know, all you can pick up the cheapest Kmart rod and outfish, yeah.
4: True. Yeah. True. <laughs> it's, true. It's, so very, it's, yeah. It's,
2: it's all about bait presentation. You may want to change the line, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think they even come with, with it. Line.
0: That 40-year-old uh, trilene that they got on there ain't gonna cut it, dude. <laughs> the formula changed.
2: Push push button. <laughs> Shout out to Zubco. Zebs. Well, I'm actually out of beer. Let's
0: take a quick break and we'll get
1: back into some more fishing stories and kind of learn more about your guys' season, dude. Go we'll be yeah. back. Peace. And we are back. The beers are full. More charged up than ever. Always more charged up than ever. So we kind of recapped a little bit about the boat, kind of talked about your season and some of the fish you guys got. Um, You know, I know you guys are, like I said, we came out today, you guys are working on the boat, already getting ready for next season, which is still a few months away, but you guys are getting the preparation done. Um, Also... Looking forward to next year, like you guys were just saying, oh, yeah. you guys are kind of potentially looking to target some some big fish and kind of make that make that your jam for a little bit.
3: Yeah, I mean, depending on obviously fishing is fishing, but we'll see what's out there but, when we're out there. But
0: you're going to be focusing on yeah the the monsters.
3: Yeah, I mean that's going to
2: depend on when and where. But again, looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I think next year, depending on the way the you know the fish pattern up, you know, doing a um. You know, we're always open for any kind of charter, but um, uh, get getting out and uh, doing some four-pack, like two-day, two-and-a-half-day trip, big bluefin special only. You know, we're we're only targeting big fish. Yep. You know, four four guys on a 43-foot boat, walk around, plenty of room uh fucking andrew makes killer food hey. you know take that so. <laughs> hey. the chef. Come, come get some slash come get yeah. some
1: yeah i mean i think like I, from my experience it seems like you need that day Chef's and a half right. two days to get <laughs> into that zone if you're going after those big fish traditionally right like to get out into the zone and what? to put the time in to kind of figure out what they're
2: doing where they are you got to put that time in because it's a lot of motoring yeah. Long ways,
0: long ways. Yeah, it takes some time.
2: So, you know, uh, that kind of leads me into, uh, you know, another addition. You know, I told you, you know, when i put putting in new, some new um, electronic stuff, you know, for, for what people call fish finding, which I call a sonar. Um, also, you know, I'll, I'll be installing my my dispatch radio. So now all of my buddies on sport boats, I can now call them on. It's the same radio you see on uh Deadliest catch when they talk back and forth. private radio. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like a phone yeah. call. Yeah. So you know, you know, this year fun, funds-wise, I was hoping to get a um, uh, a new sonar put in, you know, side scan sonar. And no, I couldn't. You know, so I figured the next best thing is why don't I just use my big network that I have from there you over go. the years to be able to find fish. There so, you go. You know, and uh, you know, but it worked together with people that. I work together with, but I can't always talk to him on the, on the water. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think that's a kind of a big thing in the, in the fishing world is the, the code groups, you know, and kind oh, of who, yeah. you, who
2: you're tight with
1: and, you know, kind of, are you willing to share information? Or are you not? And, you know, I think it's, it's a big part of it because if you have a friend, good group of friends out there, you guys are all looking out for each other, not only just for safety, but also for, for finding fish, right? Oh, yeah. It's just kind of,
2: yeah. So that, that aspect, whether we're, you know, spear fishing, fishing, whatever, it. it it's going to play a big part in, you know, my information I get while I'm on the water. Yeah. If I'm in an area that isn't on, you know, I can talk to people that I normally couldn't, you know. Makes so. or breaks days. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. You know, or, you know, I get called into them on on a kelp or a spot of fish. They got limits and, you know, and there are people I know. They're not going to call on any other radio, but something that's 100% private. You know, so now that I have my dispatch, you know, you know, Sean on the, you know, wherever there calls calls me up. Hey, you know, where are you? I, I think I see you over there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got this patty. Limits of Dorado and Yellowtail. You know, you want it? You know, it's a handoff. Sure. They are making break days. Oh well, sure. Yeah, especially and,
1: if you're putting your fishermen they're getting. You know, you guys get your
2: limits, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna pass this on to a homie, and yep. maybe they'll pass it down the next time. You know. Exactly. Well, exactly. But that's it how it comes around. That's how it works. I mean, I I've hand, handed up plenty of stuff to you know sport boats and you know and other other six pack boats, you know this last year. And and if I'm done with oh that what, what, it's just, I was trying to hand a spot off to uh, another six pack boat that runs out of the sport landing, and the from whatever you know I talked to him. I said, hey, you want this patty? We had a patty. It was just jugged. Yeah. You know we thousands had, of Dorado. No 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 the yellows. Oh! Oh! With, yeah! With, yeah, um, yeah! 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 The uh, two guys. We only had two guys. Shut up! Two, yeah. two guys on board. Two guys. Shout out to Kenny there. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. Found a yellowtail patty just chalked. Yeah. Twenty yeah. pounders. Yeah. All all nice fish. You know. I mean. In, in, I mean. That was a a patty of a lifetime. Tried hand enough. I was in such a good mood. I got on channel seventy-two and read those numbers out and gave that whole patio away to anybody who (laughs) wanted it.
3: Next thing you know, you you look at the horizon and and there's boats jamming (laughs) that.
0: But you know what though? You Uh, just you just lit the match and just stepped back and
2: then just drove away. There wasn't another charter boat around, you know, for miles. So it was one of those things, you know. But I made some some guys days. I don't do that very often. You know, there's very often just because it's a business for us. So we we, we try to keep stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, within us, because it's going to affect us. The fish aren't going to bite if there's 50 boats instead of just 10 boats. Right. So
1: for sure. I mean, you guys got to put fish on the deck. I mean, that that gets guys to come back or, or, you know, word of mouth or whatever. That's kind of advertising for you guys. You guys are getting the job done. And then, you know, people are going to book you and that's going to be put money in your pocket. And that's just that's your business, right, is catching fish. Well, also,
2: yeah. So, I mean, last year was the first year I had my my kite station, you know, so that was the first year. Like I. and then Andrew came on board and by a third of the way, halfway through the season. I mean, he was on it. He could get the kite up, get the bait up, you know, pretty much everything by himself. You know and and that's when we really started catching fish when everything started flowing yep. and the energy was good, you know, and um you know the year I mean I fished these fish for a long time. it's just been on my skiff, other boats, whatever, but you know i I got the kite flying station with my flyers there i mean it's very rarely we ever have a hundred hunt less than a hundred flyers <laughs> on the boat, yeah, you know, so with that station it just makes it so much easier so much you know better to present the bait whether you're you're flying a you know popsicle or or the you know the dildo yep so, <laughs> the whole and, and watch <laughs> instagram because so the the the, the, uh, um, the yummy flyer is called the 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 rubber G, the rubber jesus or the rubber dildo or whatever so this winter I'm gonna get it. That's also a big
0: difference there. Just, <laughs> the, rubber, just <laughs> the rubber dildo. So, so this winter I'm gonna get it. I'm wide gonna open. get a fucking dildo. O- wide open.
2: And I'm gonna wire it through. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, uh, and I there. am going to catch two fifty. I'm gonna catch ace first we're gonna start off. Oh I'm gonna God. catch one single fish on a fucking dildo. <laughs> Unreal, dude. That was so classic. I hope it's a male. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, uh, uh, so yeah, yeah so, so watch out Instagram because when that <laughs> happens, so, I'm gonna be so excited. Going You're gonna be so excited it.
0: to censor your post. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're going to uh, pull it down and You're so going to be so things. stoked
2: Classic Gavin Newsom will see it It's a, a business idea Gavin right. Newsom yeah, he here Oh uh, please shut everything fucking down I'm going to do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want to do Welcome to the French, French laundry me. Excuse me <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk politics here you know. I love Gavin Newsom <laughs> Slippery slope there. It is. Slippery <laughs> I love slope. Gavin Newsom Almost slipped Ain't that right <laughs> Ain't that right, Doze <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So uh oh, man. we kinda started talking a little bit about gear. I know you guys have a boat full of gear. You know, if somebody's gonna book a charter with you guys, like, you know, what what should they bring out? What should they expect? You know, kind of some
2: of that stuff. So planning. Bring out the fifties. Start start from the beginning. Wide. I mean start from the beginning here. So um you can always find my number or lineage numbers on e- on either ones. Um Facebook or um, the Gram, Instagram, Instagram there, and then also um, at Lineage Charters at or LineageCharters.com um, is is that website, and then CPTBLY.com is my other website. Your um, wise uh, feel free. On an average full day trip, we might be fishing yellows. Um, or smaller yellowfin, you know nothing, nothing probably over thirty or forty, you know. Have make sure that you know if you have your your twenty, twenty-five, and thirty floros, you know I would, would fish fifty-pound spectra, you know, and then have your your that, or if you want to fish straight mono, fish straight mono. Um, and you know that that's your classic bait stick right there for catching. Eighty percent of the fish, you know, whether we're fishing calicos or, and you know, fishing calicos, most people don't take the time to do it. Fluorocarbon helps catch calicos too. Huh. So, So, um, you know, wow, well, man, I'm not getting bit. I'll put some fluorocarbon on there. <laughs> so uh, we got in. We got on a hot bite at Calico with you one time. We swung through the
1: islands and kind of pulled yeah. some spots and got a hot bite. It was so fun. It was so fun, man. That's got some the fun stuff monsters right there. too. It's, oh, it was yeah. super fun.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. So. um, you know then one thing nice about this boat is if you like throwing the iron three to four guys could fish the the bow of this boat if they all knew what they were doing in in yeah. a good rotation, yeah, you know, um, so I mean that's one thing I love about this boat is the open bow absolutely is i can I can throw iron well up there um I have storage up there um it's just it's a great platform, so Uh, medium stick you want to take over Drew
3: yeah I mean anything I personally think a 25 pound setup and a 40 pound setup will get anything done 25 pound setup from like Bly was saying from Calico's to uh, Patty Yellowtail to Dorado to up to 40 50 pound bluefin yellowfin whatever it is the 25 pound stick should get it done Um, besides that the 40 pound stick if you want it throw a sinker rig down there see what happens but yeah 25 40 and then if you've got a little i don't know a little cold sniper set up a little surface iron long rod bring it all i mean you never want to not be prepared so
1: yeah it's funny i my quiver's grown substantially the the further and further i get yeah and i find myself bringing freaking six seven sticks and i'm like you know i may not touch them i may just use the 20 or 25 pound just because that's kind of what the day brings but Mm -hmm. i'm not undergunned if I need to bust out the 40 or the 50 or whatever, even the 80, you know, just whatever. I kind of like you have it. But I know you guys have plenty of gear on here. So if if somebody didn't have that stuff, they'd be set up. And you guys are geared up because you guys know what is the call for the day, right? Should keep you covered. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We've got 25-pound setups, uh, you know, six of those on board for six people. We've got six uh, 40-pound setups on um, Fathom 42 speeds. You know, those are the rods we fish a lot of the sinker rigs and stuff with, and you know that that kind of rod there, you're fine. Uh, yeah. You're fine for fish up to 120. You know, maybe 150 on a good day. Yep. Um, and then 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 we've got the big stuff. I've got some um, 30 avits that we use for flat falling and for trolling. Um, and uh, another 30 white avit. We we usually fly line for the bigger fish for the you know the the hundred to one or two fifty fish, you know, mm-hmm. fly line. That's usually our fly line, or or another flat fall rig, and then we've got some fifty stuff. I'm gonna be buying some stuff this year, some more stuff. I'm gonna get at least one fifty Makiya, um, on yeah. and uh, another. <laughs> that's a big boy right there. Another, <laughs> another seeker two by three. That's that's my yeah. favorite. You know, everybody has their favorites. Like I mean, I, I'm a Ford guy, you know, but <laughs> everybody has their favorite. I mean. after, after a few years of catching these fish, the Seeker 2x3 is my favorite. Mm. And, you know, it's 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 in between that 2 x or it's a little bit lighter than that 2x4, but it's not as heavy as that 3x5.
3: Perfect amount of pressure on those things.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah, because the majority of the fish you're not, aren't over 300, you know. It's those rare ones, but it has that backbone to keep fighting that bigger one. But it doesn't, you know, those other ones, it's hard because it's hard to keep a bend in your rod at all times. And any slack line, hooks drop, blah, 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 then, you know, everybody's not happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I, you know, watched you guys do it and seen a couple guys do it, kind of like the rail rod, you know, style with some yeah. of those bigger fish. And it's a technique. And, you know, Andrew, you were talking about a little earlier about, you know, yeah. kind of doing it from soup to nut, you know, from start yeah. to finish. And, you know, fighting a fish like that. Mm-hmm. Is some work and there's technique involved, but totally, you know, I'd be pretty rad.
2: Yeah, it's fun, but it's it
1: really fun pulling on one of those things.
2: Some of these you can <laughs> button the drag down. I had a big one right to the boat. We ended up losing it. it fifteen oh, minutes, yeah. Just pop the hook, like like I mean, a one one thirty yeah. to one fifty. Yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes to the boat and. They weren't ready for the gaff. Not not Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Andrew wasn't involved. Yeah, um, I was
3: actually taking a video, so that was kind of my fault. But but then the
2: fish came back around and it rolled, and you know sometimes fish roll and and the hooks just roll right out. Well, no, oh my for gosh. for
3: example, we were out probably about a month ago, month and yeah, about a month ago now. Um, we hooked a pretty big fish. I don't really know how big it was until. We're about two hours in, and this thing <laughs> did not want to come to the boat whatsoever. But for example, we hooked out on a lighter rod, a much lighter rod, and when that rod doesn't put the amount of pressure that you need on that fish, it can just hang and just hang like 200 feet and just not just come sulks up at down all. there and just has its head down and exactly. want to turn around and come. Yeah, up. and by this point it was middle of like just dark outside. We put the uh, bottom lights on on the boat, got this thing to like 50 feet and it saw those lights and just did not want anything to Bailed. do with the boat. Yeah, see ya. So I don't know. It was close to about three hours, but got
2: that fish on the boat. It was probably close to three hundred.
3: Crazy. Jesus. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: wild. And but, what do you call a but light But the thing
2: rod is, is <laughs> you know, but but hold on. Now now if we're just commercial fishing them, and I'm fishing in a rod holder, I'm gonna go with the even heavier stick because I can even put even more pressure. Yeah, just on crank it. on that thing. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but it's you know when when you're fighting it rail rod style. That's what I was talking about. You know, I want to be specific on that because, you know, so a lot of people are going to disagree. It depends on how you're using it. But as a rail rod, if you're going to fish it that way, the 2 by 3 yeah, is my favorite.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we hooked that thing on, like, a Calstar 7.7 extra, extra heavy, and that was still not anywhere <laughs> near enough. Yeah, it so. wasn't enough,
2: and it didn't bend the same way. It hurt a lot more.
3: Yeah, that rod was fully yeah. bent the entire time. Just. Wow. It yeah, was painful. So it just doesn't
1: have the backbone that's built for those bigger fish. No. Man. It's, it's wild. No. You got to you gotta match your gear to those fish, man. Yep. I mean, it's yeah, true. Totally.
2: So F- yeah, found and found it, that it, out. You know, <laughs> as always, we, we have Seeker. You know, seeker's one of our backers. You know, we're not a sponsor, but they back us and they give us, you know, um, they make it easier for us to use their product. Um, I've got a program going with Okuma now, so I'm going to, you know, Get some of that. Like Makairos are, are, are proven over the years, long-range fishing. I mean, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're great, you know. But we've also, um, on our 25-pound sticks, uh, we've been using this year the Okuma Cortez. And for the money, uh, you can't beat that reel. Yeah. You know, for the average person to go get it, I think you can get that Okuma, which is a perfect 25-pound setup. Uh, reel, you can get that reel, I think, on the market for like $130. No way. hmm mm-hmm. And... You know what? When it's used on a charter boat and after one season, it's still good.
0: That's a great thing. I
2: think that you know, so uh,
0: yeah, something to be said.
2: Yeah, because you know Shimano makes great stuff and Daiwa makes great stuff, but I tell you that it's awful expensive, and it's more expensive to repair. Yes, and it's hard to get Shimano parts and Daiwa's a little bit easier. You know, so you know, I, I, I if I if something's cheaper and it works great, I'm going to use it. <laughs> Me too. But I mean, Andrew loves them. Oh, I love them. I have no issue. Told my
3: friends to call them Kaboomas. <laughs> no, you're wrong. K- Okuma, baby.
0: Kaboom. <laughs> Kaboomas. I've never heard that. That's awesome. Uh,
2: well, I, I tell you, you, a few years back, Okuma, you know, they've always been rated high in the big game stuff. Mm-hmm. The big game stuff's always been, you know, highly rated. But their lower end stuff was like. Um, Like a Shakespeare and that, you know, that kind of stuff. But they've slowly been making changes to to make better stuff. I'm gonna try. They got a reel out that would be comparable to um, the um, not the Torium, but the Trinidad or what's the Daiwa one we have? Uh, Jig jig stick rod. Oh, the Saltiga. The Saltiga, which is gorgeous. Yeah, that reel is so great. I got two now, but I'm gonna try. Their theirs is like the same. You know, higher end like that. When it, I'm going to get one of those and try it and, and see, you know, because if it's cheaper and it's easier to repair, why not? And you're supporting an American company.
1: And you there guys, you go. You guys are on the water all the time using them. So that's a good, mm-hmm. good kind of just word of mouth thing that if it, you guys say it works and it lasts a season, then you know it works as average fishermen's maybe fishing, you know, 10 times or yeah. exactly. whatever. You know, you yeah. guys exactly. use them every day. True. So it's, that's big, big. Exactly. That's huge. Put them to the test. So, um, question I had for you, Andrew. I know this you said it's kind of your first season out on the water, Mm -hmm. day in, day out. You know, what what was kind of like your biggest takeaway from the season and things you learned? I mean, going out with Bly, I've been out with him, you know, privately with him, Mm -hmm. and then I've, you know, as a privately, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, the wealth of knowledge, it
2: was a good day
1: (laughs) for one of you. So I'm thinking about, you know, just (laughs) spending all day, every day out here and just kind of that knowledge that you're you're gaining.
3: Yeah, I mean, I personally fell in love with fishing from stuff like largemouth bass and just going around to the local lake and just walking that thing ten times and trying to find a bite. So I knew that fishing is fishing, so, like, coming into this, I didn't – I knew what I was getting into. I'll just put it that way. But um, being on the water every day with somebody who's been doing it for – at least twice my life. Um, it's cool. It's pretty. It's you learn, and you and you learn, and then you learn more. So it's it's pretty hard to beat. I've had a hell of a time. Can't wait for next season. Well, you can only learn if you I have mean, the
0: right attitude and mindset. So right. It says something about yeah. you to, to last a season no, I mean, with Bly, huh? <laughs> and I mean, you can you can ask
3: anybody. You can ask my friends from college that I went to school with at U of A. I mean, I. Did not want to graduate college and go sit at a desk all day. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to graduate college, come back home and fish every day. So I'm pretty happy I gotta make that happen.
0: Thanks Super to the Super sweet. Yeah. Super sweet.
2: And uh and what I'd like to add is is a compliment Andrew gave me when he got his diploma in the mail. He says, Oh, one day we're going over to get parts Well, we're working on the boat it was before this right before the season started. Yes. I got my diploma no, I saw that on Instagram. He says, I just learned more in the last four months than I did in four years of college. There you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, and I cannot so stress that enough. Isn't that so true? Yeah. And and, and I'll say, I, and Andrew, and I've told him, and I hope he knows it, I think he does, the guy's been a godsend, you know, and and he's helped me out. And I've grown through the year. As I've grown, I've learned how to teach him better and work together with him better. And, and when him and I are on together... Ain't nobody gonna outfish us. Nobody. Uh-uh. I can attest. Yes. Yeah, when we're on and the energy's good, we are just like, it works. Yep. Oh. You know, and um,
0: what do you guys need? Techno music? What is it? What is it? What's I, don't, I don't know. No, we got to find out what it is. We're, we're obviously going to book another trip next year. Probably another two, yeah. probably maybe three. And I want to come correct. I don't know. To bring you the energy. What is it? Well, let's is it short know. shorts? Is it techno? What is it heavy metal? What is it?
2: You know what? It, you, you can't put a word on it. It's just a hey, rhythm. Uh, it's rhythm. Rhythm.
0: Rhythm is gonna Rhythm. get you.
2: Rhythm there it is. is gonna get you. There it is. <laughs> but <laughs> back to the lecture <laughs> at hand here. So uh, after this season, Andrew's got enough time to get his six pack license. So Andrew's oh, gonna be going to school. Dang. Yep. And, oh, and going back to school, baby. You know, going back to school to get his, you know, I mean, so next year, hopefully, you know, by the start of the season. He's passed this, te- you know, he's taken his test, everything's gone through, and, and we'll call him Captain Andrew, Captain Drew, whatever he wants. Captain Alert. Captain Alert. <laughs> I was just waiting for but, it. <laughs> Captain Alert. You know, so hopefully, you know, after, you know, another uh, another full season and knowing more about how to, you know, do things on boats and run boats and, and all that, that Andrew can, you know, whether, you know, we talked about him maybe running this and me doing other stuff because, you know, I also do, you know, local knowledge for some guys. I do, I have a couple of yachts that I do local knowledge for, you know, I'm just their guide for the day on their yacht. And then I have a couple of yachts that I I manage and I run. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I do a bunch of different things and you have to in this business, you know, but it's, it's been awesome to share it with Andrew and see his enthusiasm and, uh, I look forward to quite a few years of, you know, and then him training me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, I, I mean, it, it's a so. testament
1: to you guys day in, day out. I mean, it's not easy. It's 15, 18, 20-hour days all the time. And for that season, you guys got to be wiped out. And this season was interesting because it had the kind of, like, like we were joking earlier, it didn't really start. It didn't really end. It mm-hmm. just kind of, like, is going, right? Yeah. And it just is – in the, the fish – there's that early bite, especially for the bigger, the bluefin, if that's kind of your target. Mm-hmm. They were starting in February, March, and there was a good bite. And then it kind of just tapered through the summer. Mm-hmm. And then in the fall, it picked up again. And it's like November, December. Guys are still getting fish yeah. right now. You know, guys are getting fish. So that's a long season, man. And it wears on you. It's not easy doing being down at the boat at 5 a.m., Oh. and then motoring all day, doing your thing, working, huh. while I'm drinking beer, watching you guys, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like well, I mean, a week, <laughs>
2: week and a half ago, we got a 20-pound bluefin on the troll of Tanner. After
3: 300-something miles of looking. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal, <dude. laughs> well, no, no, that was yeah. before we ran south. But oh, okay, still.
2: <laughs> Life is better always better on a 74 Viking, though. This is true. <laughs> well, That's pretty comfortable yeah. right there. Yeah. So. I, saw, I
0: saw that story when you guys posted it. Oh, my God. God, that was a boat. Good times. Yeah.
2: Shout out to Dan and Riley. Wow. wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is a beautiful boat. Most beautiful boat I've ever fished on. Wow. So. Yeah, no, it's gotta be a fun experience. I still it's can't even process being on
3: that boat. So <laughs> I like, could tell it's kind of like a blackout when I'm on that. You weren't thing. even showing your own face in uh, the yeah, video, nah, but I could just—I nah. could
0: imagine what your face was. Yeah, and then you put a 300 pounder on the deck. It's your pretty... handlebar mustache turned up. <laughs> oh, it's—it's it's
3: gonna start going back north pretty soon. <laughs> go way it south. It's coming back up north. Oh goodness! <laughs> just, like, just give me a little bit. Goodness! <laughs> yep. If only you were like the deer, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> classic Well All good it. stuff man um, Gosh
2: Okay what's next
0: I, uh, My next beer that's what's next <laughs> <laughs>
2: Truly or I Pacifico uh, Doesn't matter I or guess Baja. you're not a member of the Slapaho tribe <laughs> <laughs> I've witnessed this tribe Oh cause you were Slapaho <laughs> Nah
0: from a, from a distance <laughs> Nah Not up in here <laughs> Classic. Nah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean,
1: I, I don't know, man. Go ahead, Andrew. Well, I
0: was gonna say, uh, I was just looking at that grill right there and remembering you uh, tossing and turning with some uh, breakfast there.
1: Yeah, I got to be chef. That was fun, man. I had a good time doing that. Oh, stoked! Work out like, my sea legs. You're like, you hungry? I'm like, you cook. Yeah. It? <laughs> chef, Bo- sure. chef Boyard
0: JT right here. Uh, okay. You know, I think
1: like it's funny. You know, maybe different than some, but even I'm gonna though, miss like, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm like. You know, whatever you, I'm the angler, right? I'm not the fisherman. I'm not running the boat, but I like to put in the work. Dude. Hey. Whatever, whatever I can and do, we to help. We appreciate you. Like, every little bit of it, absolutely. And that's my like, mean uh. That's if I can give back. You know, that's oh, my yeah. thing to give back, dude.
0: Make you guys coffee and stuff like <laughs> that. Yeah, you know, I want to get you guys pumped up when I get on the boat to to get you that feeling of only oh hopes. My God, These guys are just like here to fish and have a great time. Yep. For so sure. only hope. That's what I love doing. I mean, I love fishing. Good stuff. Oh, why I know you why, love fishing. Why don't you guys just look up Lineage Charter?
1: Yeah, where where can people find you guys? We'll kind of we'll wrap up here, but where, where can people find you guys? With, Instagram. Instagram the, is li- the jam.
2: Lertcharters The gram. The, gram. the gram. gram. I think
3: the gram is probably your best. As spot. you kids
2: say. Uh, it's the it's gram. Uh, Captain Captain guns. Yeah, and Captain Blythe spear guns. Uh, yeah, Facebook. And. Um, yeah. Fine. And
0: who is Lurt? Hey, who is he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it. me. Seems it's to be it's not a dot .com, but it's on the gram. It's on the
1: gram. <laughs> Check yeah, it out. Well, we appreciate you guys having us aboard today. You know, always stoked to go out and go fishing. Like Adrian said, we'll probably book a couple more trips. Go yeah. chase some of those uh, elusive bluefin. It's in get my after future. It. Um, we gotta get this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, we're we're due. We're due. Yeah, but, you guys uh, are due.
0: But you you know what you know you know you did mention Bruce real quick and and uh-huh. we'll, we'll get going and in yeah, the yeah. bow shop but. You know, we gotta get you, uh, gotta get your gear switched into deer, and I want to pick your brain on that on the air.
2: Oh, right now?
0: No, not right now. Oh, but yeah, this we'll do w- another episode. A,
1: we're going, we're going to chase a some boat episode, chase some deer out in Arizona. <laughs> you gave us
0: some some beta, so oh, we're
1: gonna have to
2: kind of recap yeah, on that. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll show up out there. You never that know. Would be fun. We <laughs> love that man. Well, so.
1: boys, thanks again. Cheers Great to you day. guys, dude. Thank thanks for you guys. Us, dude. Good to Cheers. see you, boys. Check them out, Lineage Charters. Captain Black Spear Guns and Free Range Tales. Hey, peace. Yeah. Free Range Tales is a collective of adventures and stories about outdoor pursuits shared by your hosts Jason Trossi and Adrian Lozano. Join us as we share our tales and feature guests with unique perspectives on hunting, fishing, foraging, nature, wildlife, and wild foods, and learn about our search for the highest quality sustainable ingredients we can find. Check us out on Instagram at Free Range Tales Podcast and listen anywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening.